Think is funded by listeners like you. Put your red shirt on and a brown coat too. Everybody's joining the crew. To the beating, the Rocky Mountain Horrible. We can't hear ourselves? I gotta turn up all the okay. No audio? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. So turn it up more, turn it up more, turn it up more. How about now, Brent? I've got it turned all the way up and I'm not hearing anything. Are we seeing anything on the monitors over there? Yeah. Got it in the yellow. In the yellow is where we're supposed to be. Well, I've got this Getting better. Getting better? Getting better? I heard Guy, briefly. There we go. Better? Yeah, I've got to max out my speaker. And now? Check, check, testing. One, two, three. Check, 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 check. Polish, Polish. Check, check, check. Polish, Polish, Polish. Russian, Russian. Slovenian, Slovenian. Russian, Russian. It should be, like, massively loud since I've got it maxed out. I can hear me on yours. Yeah, but I'm just saying this should be massively loud because I've got my speaker turned up all the way. Well, yeah, I'm not going to hear you because This should be really How about loud. this? How about this? How about this? Test, 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 test. Test, test, test. I'm plugging plug back in. Don't do we that. good? Better, better, better. Butter, butter, butter. It's low, but I hear it. It's really low. Well, I should be getting into the red a little. I should be at minus three. Can you hear though with your headphones? I can't plug in. You can't plug in. The, the, the splitter is screwed up. Because this is maxed out, so you can hear what it's coming. It should be too loud up here. Well, we should be at minus three on the on the markers. How about now? It, what that's saying is not accurately representing what people are hearing. Well, now I can hear you guys fine. Now you can? Fine. I turned everything up on the on the board. Take two. Take two. Keep, keep, keep Take that two. For, for a minute. I'll need it back. Okay. Hi, I'm Guy. Hi, I'm Troy. Hi, I'm Emily. And this is Geek Tank Live Season 5. Today we're covering urban myths and legends, but first, the news. Okay. One minute news. Saturn's ice moon is spewing organic <laughs> compounds that could precede life. NASA has tweeted the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket and Crew Dragon spacecraft will be used for that, that will be used for the in-flight abort tests have arrived at SpaceX facilities in Cape Canaveral. Blue Origin may miss the goal of crewed suborbital flights in 2019. Northrop Grumman has started the cold conditioning of the GEM 63 motor ahead of its qualification test on October 10th. And a fan of SpaceX was arrested after walking up to the rocket prototype. I think that's awesome. He got a lot of pictures of, like, all kinds of stuff. And that's my news. With 24 seconds to spare. Good job. Thank you. All right. Rock, paper, scissors? You want to go next? I don't care. Go. Go. All right. Um, Organic matter was found in 3.5 billion-year-old stromatolites in Australia. Uh, The 
recently found out or scientists are pushing the fact or belief that the Tyrannosaurus Rex had a thermostat in its head in the dorsotemporal fenestra, uh, which is the roof of the skull, similar to what modern crocodiles have, kind of acts as an air conditioner, um, and it's all blood vessels instead of muscles. That's the huh. new theory going. Uh, there's also a new duck-billed dinosaur identified after discovery six years ago in Japan, so we've got a new species of duckbill. And um, in kind of movie dinosaur news, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum are set to return to ju- the big screen and T-Rex in Jurassic World 3. That'd be like a Platypus Rex? Yes. Nice. Nice. All right, and you got a minute. Go and Troy whenever on, you're I'm ready. ready. Yeah, okay, well, three, go. two, or go. All right, I'm going to mention uh, three things. One thing that's on HBO right now, you can catch two seasons of it. It's a show called Barry. I loved it. I highly recommend it. It is uh, Barry? disillusioned at the thought of taking down another mark. Depressed, low-level hitman Barry Berkman seeks a way out when the Midwestern reluctantly travels to Los Angeles to execute a hit on an actor who is betting a mobster's wife. Little does Barry know that the City of Angels may be his sanctuary. He follows his target into an acting class and ends up instantly drawn to the community of eager hopefuls, especially dedicated student Sally, who becomes the object of his affection. While Barry wants to start a new life as an actor, his handler Fuchs has other ideas, and the hitman's criminal past won't let him walk away so easily. It is extremely dark and very, very funny. So uh, moving on to the next show is a show that I just heard about. They're on their second episode tonight. It's called Evil, and it's uh, it's really good. It has the guy from Luke Cage, and also Joker comes out tomorrow. That was one minute. One minute. Good job. Good job. All right. Okay, moderator. All right. So tonight we are covering myths and legends, uh, urban myths and legends. I like the myth that we're a four-person podcast. <laughs> yes, or that I know what I'm doing. Um, so, a quick or definition really for here. all of you. Um, a myth is typically defined as a traditional story that explains some natural or social phenomenon. This typically involves uh, supernatural beings or events. Think stories you're told to um, keep you from keep you out of trouble, keep you from being a bad kid. Legends, on the other hand, are traditional stories that are popularly regarded as historical but are not unauthenticated. Uh, This is more like uh, the story that Nikola Tesla uh, blew out the power grid in Colorado Springs when he was first developing his Tesla coil. Theoretically, it happened, but it hasn't been officially authenticated. Do we have to time travel to authenticate that, or...? I think so. Um, so I've come up with a few different things. I th- thought it'd be fun to kind of go over some Colorado legends. Yeah. And then some more universal. Um, I just picked three of the research I was doing. Uh, the first one definitely falls into the category of legends. Um, back in the 1960s, uh, in the San Luis Valley of Colorado, uh, animals were farm animals were popping up dead overnight, skins expertly mutilated and drained of all their blood with no signs of anything, um, no organs laying around. So, think no, chupacabra. No, no evidence of foul play. No. Wow, you're lucky I'm in the middle and I can't walk away from this. I know. <laughs> um, the FBI eventually got involved in this um, when there were more than 100 cases of these animals being skinned, um, plucked apart, 
all this kind of gross stuff. And the FBI ended up ruling it um, as deaths by natural causes, but it's debatable because they're like, pieces of them were like missing, but surgically missing, not just like crows peck the eyes out kind of thing. So I think that's a really cool legend and it kind of gives you a monster set up like Chupacabra, the goat sucker. Right. Um, it's a good legend to have. It also kind of explains maybe why something would have been happening in the 1960s, maybe. You know. Do we want to try to fix know? that? Because on my phone it sounded really loud. The whi- well, whining. All I hear is me. Okay. Turned, Are you whining? All I turned, all right, turned down the fourth pot, so that should... That, that seemed to fix a little bit of it, but now I can still hear it. So I'm still working on it. Fortunately, my phone will not tap into the live feed cast right now, so I can't hand it to our techie to listen to and try to mess with it. So um, we talked about some various um, cryptoids last week, which we were sad to miss you since you love the cryptoids. I love them big scary boys with teeth. And I know that the, uh, I believe the Chupacabra came up at one point with that. Along the same lines, um, the thing that I was finding interesting with m- legends and myths are the things that don't relate into cryptoids and things that just started like really recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, the Slenderman thing didn't start until 2009. Right. And there are people who believe it's a real thing when clearly it was created it just as, started as a story a thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I, I just remember it's some really lanky guy who hunts kids in the forests or woods or something like that. I haven't I, followed up on it's it. It's one of the ones that I didn't really follow or have much interest in. But it's interesting to think of how that could fall under maybe like a myth. Mm-hmm. As, you know, don't go into the woods at night or the slender man will get you. So it definitely has the capacity to um, be used to teach a lesson. And there was a either a movie already out or coming out called Slenderman, which movies help perpetuate the myths. And so uh, do murderous little teenagers. Wow. Because in case no one's heard this story, there were, back in like 2014, uh, two teenage girls uh, stabbed their friend uh, repeatedly in an attempt to murder her to appease Slenderman. And, um, With friends like that. You don't need enemies. No. And I think the uh, oldest one is turning 17 soon, maybe? So they were very young at the time, and Slenderman's a good excuse to do bad things. Well, just like people say Dungeons & Dragons causes bad things, and rock music, people will find an excuse to blame something to do the thing they want to do, even though the thing may not be related to the thing that they're claiming it does. So why not a mythical being? Why not? I see on your list you've also got Bloody Mary. I do. Guess what? What? I think I was about 10. I completely disbelieved it. Went in, shut the bathroom door, turned off all the lights, said the Bloody Mary thing three times, and then I died. Oh, so we're having so, a podcast with a ghost. Yes. Excellent. No, turns out, at least for me, it's not true. Okay. So <laughs> if, if people like believing that one and they are afraid to death to go try that, then you know maybe maybe I got a pass because I didn't believe. Maybe you have to believe for it to happen. You have and to believe for Bloody right. Mary to come and get you. Right. I don't know the whole. That'd be kind of like the. You have to clap a lot of times to keep Peter Pan's Tinkerbell alive, right? Right. In this case, you have to believe to die instead of keeping Tinkerbell alive. 
but I don't even remember the story of Bloody Mary. I just remembered the myth of if you say her name three times, she, she comes, comes through, through the, the mirror, mirror and kills and you. Yeah. And I'm like, right, I'll prove you wrong because I had no fear at all. Because I and I also had zero belief that it could even be possible. You know, how imagine the look on my face if I would have been wrong. <laughs> You'd be dead. I'd be dead. You'd be like, eh. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I put down Bloody Mary because she's not quite a cryptoid, but she definitely falls under the urban, urban legends legend, thing, storyline. Um, the other thing I put down that I know gets right up uh, is like gets guys space goat that I consider to be an urban myth is that the moon landing was faked. Yeah. So my space goat is God. Yep. So there's an interesting line where people, I think, don't want to say something qualifies as a myth or a legend because they still want to hold on to the truth of it. Mm. And there's things that just aren't supernatural in any way. For example, the moon landing, it's that, that fine line that crosses in the conspiracy theory. But for us... That's definitely a conspiracy theory. Yeah, but it's, but it's a myth. The, the conspiracy myth. That I would say if you believe it, it's a conspiracy theory because you believe there's a conspiracy that's keeping it going. If you disbelieve, then I think that's when you call it a myth. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like, the whole thing with the... Uh, to, to touch on a super political, controversial topic is that our last president wasn't American. Right. It's like, that's a myth. But there are people who still believe, no, 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 he wasn't born here. Type right. Thing. And then when you... Prov- the interesting thing is how... People who believe that those slides. things, they want to put the, proof of, uh, the the burden of proof onto the person to disprove their theory. And then anything you that's provide, the they're going to say is false. So when you do give them proof, then they're like, oh, that's faked. It's like, well, really, the burden of proof is on you to prove to me that the moon was faked, the moon landing was faked. Right. Not for me to prove to you that the moon landing wasn't faked. Right, because, of course, that's the slippery slope. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've argued until the cows come home about moon landing and shown proof after proof after proof. And every one of those proofs is rebuted well. Well, NASA is... Well, they'll Photoshop it, even though Photoshop wasn't invented in 1960. Mm-hmm. But but they're sure that it was airbrushed or Photoshopped or... A movie set. A movie set or... And there's... I can't prove that wrong. You know, there's no way I can prove that wrong. Because once you get to the... They're an actor or it's a movie set or... You know the the, the the birth certificate was photoshopped, or whatever. You're too far gone. Mm. I mean, I I had somebody. I, I was arguing about the birth certificate thing, and they were showing me the obvious Photoshop job on the birth certificate, and I said, "No, that's exactly the same as my grandfather's birth certificate, because Hawaii and Texas both do the same thing, which is archive." Right. All of the birth certificates. And then burn all the originals because there's no space. So Texas does the same thing. So my grandfather's birth certificate looks exactly the same. And I know for a fact he was born here. So it's one of those things. It's like, And then I showed that and they were like, well, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, like, but. You, you can't win. You can't win. I wanted to, uh, we, we have the um, motor pool, which are the people that come and watch our show live. 8 o'clock Thursday nights here on Facebook when we broadcast live. We are having some audio technical problems. I wanted to take a picture of the cables because someone said don't cross the cables. I want to do a picture of the pile of cables that we have that not crossing them is not an option. Right. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a myth that that would be a possible thing. Well, I, I also think that he's just saying don't touch the stream. It's aliens. 
So I found out something Feelings. interesting that I, I had uh, had Im- inappropriately misbelieved, and that is daddy long legs are not venomous or poisonous. Because mm. I've always heard they were, but right. that their mouths were too tiny. And really, the deal is they're not. They don't have venom. And on top of it, they don't have fangs. <laughs> Which makes their mouths too tiny. Which doesn't makes them non-existent. Or, or, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Aren't they even, like, not even arachnids at this point? They're being totally reclassified? Uh, well, they're eight legs, aren't they? So wouldn't that still... Because scorpions, I think, are considered arachnids. <laughs> that didn't say eat them. Although it's a delicacy in China. Scorpion oh, no, stick. it's uh, roly-polies that are Poisonous? not, that are not oh. um, insects. Huh. Those are crustaceans. Land crustaceans. I yeah, love it. They're, tr- they're trilobites. <gasps> Even better. Right? They're trilobites. That's Look fantastic. At them. No, they're, they're they are. They're totally trilobites. Try it. You'll like it. <laughs> but yeah, they're, 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 you'll like it. They're, they're weirdly, it's, you know, it's, it's a weird thing. They're, they're not insects. Tastes they're, like them. Well, yeah. They look like peas, right? You just eat them like peas. Mm-hmm. Cook them in your food. There you go. And see, unfortunately, I have all scary-related well, legends and course, myths. Well, of course, because you're, you a, you're a scary sort of person. You're to the crunchy bite thing. I'm terrified. the fact that it's underlighting you right now. Thank you. I'm spooky. You're totally underlit. Spookily. Spooky, spooky. Uh, you're spookily underlit. Um... What else do you got? Oh, well, me. Let's you. get back to the space thing, because I thought yes, this was funny. Space. Um, I, this is one of those things that's part joke, part myth about how NASA spent millions of dollars to create the space pen, and instead Russia used a 50-cent pencil. Right. And really, the space pen, I think, ended up being like a buck fifty or two bucks, and both Russia and America use it because pencil lead and shavings suck in zero G. Yep. The graphite from pencils will get sucked into the into the intakes of the fan recyclers and then lock up the fans, and then you have no oxygen on your spaceship. That's one of those myths I think get perpetuated because people love to hate the government, and they love right. to just push that the government does nothing right, and they right. constantly waste money on everything. Yeah, and actually the truth of that particular story is that um, it, I think it was Pentel. I don't remember who it was. It was a pen company. They actually built it for, for free. So they built the pin for free. So the the pins that they use in space were invented totally by a company that put the money forth. I mean, they sell the pins now as space pins so that they can make back some of their money, but they they didn't charge NASA for it at all. Hmm. So NASA buys them for you know a dollar and a half or whatever it is for all the pins on the on the shuttle. Not really a high cost. No, mm. not at all. Because. Yeah, the company that did it is totally willing to just do it for free. But yeah, that's another one of those where it's like, and then Russia used a pencil. No, no, they don't. They actually use the same pens bought from the same company for the same reasons that we don't use pencils. <laughs> did I buy you enough time there for you to find I, what you were I looking for? I think you for? did because I, 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 it bought me a Segway. Good. Which is, oh, uh, are there, I did, but nice. not the kind of segue you're thinking of. Aww. A transition. Uh, are there ladies in white in space? Oh, that's a good question. A lady in white is defined as a woman who is seen on the side of the road hitchhiking. And when you approach her, she disappears. <laughs> or she'll She's get in your car. <laughs> in orbit. She's just standing in orbit. Hitchhiking. <laughs> Hitchhiking. <laughs> 14,000 miles an hour. 
There might be, but you wouldn't see her. You wouldn't see her. Okay, well, that's good. Because down here, uh, it's another one of those urban legends that's probably used to teach you not to pick up hitchhikers because it's probably a ghost. Well, she'd be outside the International lover. Space Station knocking on the window. That's terrifying. There's your horror for the week, guy. I'm sure it's been done. Knocking on the outside of the space station. Well, wasn't there... It began with the letter E, some space movie that you could tell from the previous it was going to be all jumpy scenes. I don't remember oh, when no. it was all jumpy scenes. Right. I remember Jeffrey saying, Guy, you should see this movie. And you're like, no. Was it Alien? Uh, I don't know if it was an alien. It was supposed to be like a ghost story in space oh. type thing. Yeah, I'm not getting near that. That yeah. seems ridiculous. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Have a ball. A space turn, a ghost turn. It's going all about it. I will. I'll reenact it for you, especially with the jumping and the scare. I'll find out what it is and let you know later. Perfect. I'll let you know. Perfect, perfect. Huh? The only other one I had on my list is the uh, bathtub kidneys. Bathtub kidneys. uh, That's another good legend. That people like to think about, oh, no, that sounds like it could happen, so it must have happened, and it's scary, so don't don't vacation in places and drink with weird drinks and... You'll end up in a bathtub with your kidney missing. As if, as if somebody that was going to steal your kidney and sell it's going to care if you live anyway. Right. Then just take Some, both kidneys and then you're dead. Somewhere along the line, though, like recently in China, it seems like the, the Muslim population has been recently attacked and they've been harvesting uh, organs out of the Muslim population. That was in the news. But so. it's fatal. You don't wake up without a kidney. Mm-hmm. You just, just have don't no wake kidneys up. or right. liver or They just harvest spleen. all your organs. They kill you and then harvest your organs. So It's, it's easier and cheaper that way. Yeah. Not that I know from experience or anything. Right. Well, I think he knows from experience. Me. Dang it. So, yeah, that's... So, the, so the, what was your first urban legend that you've ever heard? Because I remember the first urban legend I ever heard. Well, the first one I remember is the Bloody Mary thing. Because right. before that... Although I'm sure that I heard the whole pop rock and soda thing before that too. Oh don't, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. drink soda and eat pop rocks at the same time, or you'll explode. Yeah, you'll just explode yeah. completely. So the first one I remember hearing was the "get out of the car and somebody's under your car to slash your ankles" one, because my grandmother, you know, was telling your grandma. my mom, your you know, mom, yep, don't, don't, you know, you gotta watch out. And I remember this, I remember the look on my grandfather's face of like, oh God, here we go again, you know, which was even funnier. Now, my grandfather passed away in 89, so this had to have happened before 89 somewhere. (laughs) But that's the first one I really remember was that one. Um, I'm noticing that a lot of these urban legends all have sort of the same theme, which is working on the Cautionary tells. Right, they're they're all working the fear, right? So it's you know, Troy, if you if you look up at the sun with with your eyes, you'll burn them out. Well, that actually well, that's, that's, that's yeah. But don't you know, it's like we, we, we uh, audience, please do not go look up at the sun. Yeah, that that is under guys advice that is so <laughs> nerve and legend. But you know, don't look at you know, don't look at cars at night because you know, or the flashing of headlights. Right, it's a gang the that's gang, going to come after initiation. you. My mom, your mom, believe that one. Yep. Probably still does. I've heard that one too. That's an interesting urban legend. I find that fascinating that all of them are cautionary tales. You're going you know, to die to, if you don't blah, blah, blah. This would be one of those things where I'd have to be independently wealthy to pull off 
but I'd love to be to, to start these weird ones of like if I had just like millions and millions of dollars just to have them like increments of like $10,000 chunks and when someone like drive around intentionally with my lights off when someone flashes me follow them home and then throw wads of money at them so I can start this myth that if you flash a car with its lights off somebody will throw money at you to encourage people to change that to, to change it so people will let people know hey you forgot your headlights are off well, all, all of these urban... And that's the other thing. Some of these urban legends are counterproductive. Right. We know as driving instructors, it sucks for a car not to have its lights on because it makes them harder to be seen. Right? So you you want to flash your headlights at them. Right. So that's an interesting thing. Well, we'll go... We'll, this is for you to do. Oh, so we'll go into a quick break? Yep. And then we'll be right back. Geek Tank is sponsored in part by Geekway Homes. If you're a geek and you need a home, contact Geekway Homes at www.geekwayhomes.com. Also, we're sponsored by Kieran Games. If you need games, this is the place to go. Contact Kieran Games at kierangames.net. And finally, we're sponsored by Hexacon 2020. Coming up MLK Weekend, Hexacon 2020. We're also sponsored by people like you. If you want to help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash foxblade. Thank you. Now and we're back. This is Geek Tank Season 5. Today we're talking about urban myths and legends. Urban By the way, uh, that movie is called The Europa Report that I was trying to remember earlier. began with the letter E. Um, I'm not sure it was Ghost or Aliens, and I don't want to read to give away anything, but it's uh, a blend of like a documentary-style alternative history science fiction thriller that follows a contemporary mission to Jupiter's moon Europa to investigate the possible existence of alien life within our solar system. So, yeah, since it's part documentary, it probably has those jump scare camera thingies going Excellent. on. So you can uh, Europa report. Europa report. Although I will warn you that it got a bad rating on... Uh, <laughs> About right. Well, the um, Rotten Tomato gave it an 81%, which isn't bad, but the audience gave it a 57%. I never trust well, the they do the, Yeah, I was going to say, the audience gives Discovery like a 5%. Because Cause Discovery all the Discovery sucks. haters, right, all the no. Discovery haters jumped on Rotten Tomatoes to nail it to the wall. So that they can prove that Discovery sucks. And, and they have season three approved already, so haha. Yeah, I know. Well, that's sort of my thought, too. It's like, you can't call a show bad if it's... Not doing badly? Yeah, if it's got a third season <laughs> approved. So, okay. Right. Let's go ahead and take a deeper dive, then, into um, the oh, yeah. why of myths and legends and their place in society. Myth and Legends was a fun game shop that got shut down, unfortunately. Not Smith Place Treasures. Oh, okay. Myth and Myth Legends, Legends was a convention, was a convention that got shut down. That got shut down, unfortunately. Well, they volunteered. They didn't get shut down. That makes it sound like they broke a wall or something. Yeah, no. That, they, she intentionally... We actually did an interview with her. She intentionally shut down. Mm -hmm. So, uh, why? You, you look back at, like, early myths, yes. right? Zeus and, and Hera and Aphrodite and... And I'm mixing Roman and Greek. Sure, but that's are. all right. Um, it's all Greek and to me. Mars and Aries. <laughs> and they're being both used of them to together. explain the world around mm -hmm. you. There's a big ball of and fire in the air. Oh, it must be a chariot on fire being pulled by horses. 
but it also is a, you know, don't do bad things, because if you do bad things, some god will strike you down with lightning. Or impregnate you. The skymen will make you hurty. Zeus Zeus was really into that, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was really into the um, impregnating you part. But Skymen with the hurties? The skyman coming down with the hurts. (laughs) The hurts hurts rental car? (laughs) Hertz is in megahertz. Oh, okay. megahertz. If it, if a god does it, it's a megahertz. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> if I just punch you, it's a hertz. Right. It's That's a hertz also a donut. way to explain too, though, like the um, Prometheus bringing fire from stealing fire from the gods and bringing it to man. That mm-hmm. that legend, that myth, that story is just a way for people to be like, oh yeah, we've had fire for a while, but no one really knows how it got here, so. Let's say some guy did it for us and now is being punished for all eternity for making the Skyman angry. Right? Well, and there's a lot of those. I mean, there, every religion has a mythological creation theory and everything like that. So I guess part of it is you're looking for this as, you know, answers to things you can't answer. We get into the, um, the remedies. What do they call it? Housewife remedies, old, old oh, wives, wives, wives' tales. So they like you rub this bee stinger in your eye to get rid of your blindness or something. Right. But, but you know, some of the things actually work. Where it's like, hey, drink this honey and it gets rid of your allergies. We've actually found through science that some of these things have a reason why they work. Right. And you just need it to work slightly for the myth to catch on and be perpetuated and moved through and generations. Through, right. We we get this stuff out of the bark of this tree, and it makes your headache go away. And now we have aspirin. Which you just lick a tree, right? And lick that makes a tree. Your head well, that's, that's after hugging it. You want to follow it and look, and a take it to a movie, right. buy a dinner, then you can move on that's to looking. If you call it Rover, get rid of a headache. You call it Rover, then you can just listen to it bark. Anyway, well, the story has its roots. I might leave this conversation. Ah, uh, we're branching off. Okay, <laughs> so moving right along. Um, so, so yeah, so some of them, they, I would say that there has to be um, an acorn of truth in order for it to catch and grow in the myth, and that's where part of it happens. And uh, and then it's, oh the pine, oh the pine, they're gonna kick our ash if we don't stop. So we're not very popular anyway, so it's um, okay. I'm asking you to please stay on topic. Very ferny. So we're going to. So when we get to these, but then we get to these stupid ones like the headlights. Mm-hmm. So you have things that happen that, that are beneficial, like the aspirin, and then you have things that are to prevent people from doing things. And I haven't done any research, so I don't even know, or if anybody even knows where that originated from, who first thought, that's a gang that does this. And it's, it's, this is pre-internet trolls, would be my guess. Right, because people I mean, all of these things, like the cutting your ankles and stuff like that, I mean, if my grandmother was saying that mm-hmm. in the mid-80s, it was definitely pre-internet. Or at least pre-internet for our sake. What's funny with those kind of things, too, is trying to fit a human head and shoulders underneath the average car is not an easy task. No, and so, everything's hot under there. Right. Well, if it's been running for a while. But right. if, you, if it's been parked and someone is supposedly going to hide under it, getting under it is really difficult to do for an average human. Right. It's easier to break into the car and head in the back seat. Right. Or hide on the other side of the car. Or hide behind that the door. That was another thing my grandmother told. Was Always the story check of, behind the seat. Yeah, check behind the seat because there's this one guy who one was time. waiting and, and, and killed them. And then and sometimes and the, you know the gas station attendant right? came out and said, hey, lady, your credit card doesn't work. You'll have to come inside. Yes. And so he was saving her life. Right. Now, <laughs> was that real or was that not? Or was it Memorex? 
But the idea is that, you know, oh, watch out, there's always a bad guy in your back seat. Mm-hmm. Oh, watch out, there's always Feed a bad guy fear. under your car. My first thought is he just got run over, and you're dragging him, and this is after 500 miles, so he's you're still under your... You're cutting yourself on those exposed yeah. bones. Right, instead. exactly. That's why. They We're were just saying. <laughs> My brother wrote a horror story once about um, a creature that could travel through wormholes, but the wormholes would manifest under furniture, so like under your couch, and that would explain how they could fit under there. And they would grab your ankles from like under the couch and pull you under and cut you up as they pull you under. Ah. And so he was feeding off of that fear that people, the, the fear of what you can't see. Right. And as a kid that I always had to sit crisscross applesauce after reading that story. No dangling feet. No dangling feet. No dangling feet. Monsters, no dangling. Monsters will eat them. That's the uh, current way that you would say. Cross-legged. Cross-legged. Why is cross-legged bad? Well, no, it was called... You don't say Indian style anymore. Right. Because right. first I of all, it it's not I actually am, from India. People were Native referring Americans. to it as Native... Native you don't say Native American style. style. Right. But it was Indian style, so... Is that Native. another love gender myth of how things get their names? I guess it could be a myth because if you see someone sitting cross-legged all the time where you associate it with a certain social group, <laughs> that's how you would get the name for that. Well, I think it would be as Topic. if it's a myth. And in this case, I think it's factual. I've not done my research. I only knew of the transition when I had kids and they started going to school. And they and and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, what's that? Oh, that's that. And then I put two and two together and figured out, well, they probably changed it because it was not a cool way to say that. So Mm cross-legged. Cross-legged. Or maybe that's because you can't tell whether that's sitting with your legs crossed or cross-legged. And maybe that's part of the problem is it was like, oh, it gets confusing. Semantics. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Crisscross applesauce. Back to the uh, car myth. I think a car more myth. recent one that I've heard and seen perpetuated, especially in circles of my um, specific age group and gender, is um, if you're parking at like the mall. A woman's parked at a shopping mall, and she comes out at the end of the day after the mall is closed, and she sees a flyer on her windshield. She doesn't grab the flyer off her windshield right away. She drives home and then grabs the flyer off. And then the next day in the news, there's a story of someone from the same mall who stopped to grab the flyer on the windshield, and that was just long enough that someone came along and was able to grab her and drag her into the van. So that's another another and grind her bones. urban myth of... of uh, Which clearly, the amount of time it takes to grab a flyer is less time than it takes to unlock the car and get into it. So right. a flyer is less likely to buy enough time delay for someone to do this. Which makes me then see, as a driving instructor, a whole bunch of women driving along with <laughs> flyers right in front of their face because of this urban legend, which has started. And so it's like, well, great. You know, here again, we don't... He's turned on the windshield wiper. turn their lights on. Litter. And, right, <laughs> and they're There's throwing flyers, flyers everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Willy-nilly. Although non, non-urban method is good to use what's called situational awareness and just be aware. Right. So if you do see a black van with the flowers by Irene written on the side or something. Because that never happens. That never happens. And then Poor like Irene. She can't have her flowers. Engine running, guy with ski mask and taser. Yeah, maybe don't go to your car and Go back get a inside, and go find security guards. Right. Pay attention to everything around you. That one seems like a straightforward one. That lot of, uh, it's easy, think. especially right. when people are looking at their phones, well, texting. There, there's all kinds of things that in. it's like you'd think this would be obvious. I hear a ton of urban legends already starting now about electric cars. Same thing. 
Now I have an electric car. So, you know, you hear that electric cars don't run very long or yada, 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 or we can't use them for anything and, and they're useless and, and they, you know, they, they, they're wasteful on energy. And cars and these like, days all look like a bunch of electric razors. Right. Sorry, I and I'm like, Colt Mar from SimCity. But I mean, it's like none of those are true. I mean, I've got one. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's amazing how these legends start and then people believe them. You know, they believe that, you know, cars are expensive. Well, my car cost $300 last year in electricity. It's a lot. The thing I have heard... You think that my Jetta cost $2,500 in gas. So, I mean, weigh it out here. (laughs) The thing I have heard that's interesting that not a lot of people are talking about is how you can't just put out a lithium battery fire the way you can put out most fires. Because they burn. You have to use a special chemical. You can't just douse it with water. Right. That. So but if you follow r slash Tesla, mm-hmm. which I do, you can find that a number of Teslas have gotten in wrecks and people just walk away. Right. Tesla's it's only when actually, they catch on fire that's a problem. Well, even when they catch on fire. The fire department douses them with a with a foam anyway. They're dousing most fires with foam anyway. Well, that's be the right one because I did actually talk to a firefighter and they said, because I was curious what a firefighter's point of view is of right. the cars. And he said that's... The only problem we see is because now firefighters are going to have to add an extra layer of defense against it. But they, right. he said it's only a problem because it's not happening yet and we have to make it happen. Right. And so. that, that, that's the truth is, I mean, we're going to have new technology comes along and there's always... We have to adapt to it. And adapting hurts and people don't like change because change is hard. Right. Exactly. So we end up with all of this. Wine, wine, wine. Electric cars cause cancer to birds. Right. They fly in the windmills that explode. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Deep. <laughs> that was pretty deep. That's, that's my little insert there. That's right. a myth. That's a total. That's that's an absolute lie about the birds. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Nothing I say can be taken as the truth or a lie. So what about the myths? That's true. Yeah. Or a lie. I don't, know, I don't know if they're necessarily myths, but then you get into preferences where people will say X brand car sucks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, So, mm-hmm. which is where the electrical thing's falling under now. It's, now it's a type car as opposed to a brand. Right. So you just And then if you have enough, I think it only takes a couple of experiences that back the myth to prove it to a person. Like Ford. Ford and the Pinto. Bias, yeah. that, is that where that starts to come in? Is the confirmation bias, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, right. this is what I think, and though there's two examples to know I'm right. It's Yes. My sister-in-law. How many Pintos exploded? <laughs> Sorry. The Pintos? No, you're good. Because that's the thing about so Pintos supposedly explode if you look at them wrong. Here's the... Okay, for those of you who are now young enough that you don't actually know uh, about Pintos, the Pinto was a 1970s era subcompact made by Ford. When they built the car, they built the back bumper with two pivot pinpoints that when the back bumper was struck, it pierced the gas tank. And sparked. So if you had a full tank of gas, the Pinto would literally explode in a rear-end collision. Now, the reason that it's famous has nothing to do with that because many cars were built goofily and strangely. The Corvair is a great one um, that had things. I mean, Ralph Nader wrote a book called Unsafe at Any Speed pertaining about all of these cars that had goofy problems. 
There wasn't anything unique about the Pinto except for the fact that documents were released later that showed that Ford knew that this was a problem and they had done a research analysis deciding how much would they get sued for every death versus how expensive would it be to retool their assembly line and they opted to keep their assembly line the same way because they realized that or they figured that they wouldn't get sued enough by all the deaths to offset the cost that it would take to retool the line that's why pinto is famous it has nothing to do with it being an unsafe car there were a lot of unsafe cars the gremlin comes to mind there's a number of cars from that era. Let's that name our car m- after a mythical creature that causes things to causes break down. things to blow up. <laughs> um, 2,000-pound metal death machine powered by explosions. Nothing right. about it is safe. I mean, it's, it, there were, I mean, there were a lot of things where in a rear-end collision, the cars back then, the engine would end up in the compartment, the, in, the passenger compartment with us. So yep. that killed people. Back before that, they used plate glass for their glass. Right. What, oh, there's a great movie out there with Jeff Bridges called Tucker, The Man and His Machine. That is a hysterical scene where he talks about the Tuckers having safety glass. Because, of course, nobody had safety glass. And nobody wanted to retool. And that's what that whole movie is about. So, anyway, um, what's fascinating is that now the Pinto is not known for this expose on Ford. What they're known for is exploding. So much so that if you watch the movie Top Secret, yes, the, 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 the butterfly, like, yeah, they're 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 like coming to a screeching halt, and there's a Pinto ahead of them, and, and oh no, and they screech, and then they beep, touch it, and it explodes and blows everybody up, and so you know it's like, yeah, it becomes a humorous thing, but again, it's not necessarily an urban myth. That's a distortion, but what I find fascinating about that is the point of that is lost. Mm-hmm. The key point here was Ford made an analysis and decided that a certain number of people could die because it was too expensive to fix the problem. Which is part of the job for the fictional character in Fight Club, right? is to determine, is it better to keep doing the thing or just to pay out the people for the accident? Mm-hmm. Or to pay out the people and keep doing the thing or pay the money to fix the thing? Right. <clears throat> right, so, and so that's that's sort of the thing that, you know... So speaking of myths, um, one that we are not in the future enough to prove yet, but one that a lot of people like to feed into and believe, is that AI is going to kill everyone. That's not a myth. I watched Terminator. Uh-huh. Well, all you have to do is time travel to fix it. But you have to time travel naked. I'm not doing that. Don't you have to Nobody time travel, to like, time for travel. five right? movies, Nobody too? wants me to time travel naked. What's that, Emily? Don't you have to travel, like, five movies worth of time as well? Is yeah, really bounce around? That sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing well, worse got, than having a you've got to uh, You've got to send your unborn son back to make sure to, to your mom. Your mom. And make you, so that way you can send him back. Right. I remember at the end of Terminator, I was like, wait, what? What? Grandfather wait, paradox. What? Grandfather paradox. Grandfather paradox. Anyway. So the, uh, and now that they're making the... Um, Robots more and more combat ready, like the robot dog of death. Which is there's a black the one that like by Boston Dynamics falls over if you look at it funny. No, it's the one that can run at like 50 miles per hour and jump stairs and yeah. kill you and doesn't fall over. And there's oh. there's actually video of this guy who kicks it 
so it walks sideways and keeps moving. Right. And then somebody and was talking about this is how it starts. Yes. Because <laughs> he's out there kicking this thing. There's an episode it's of Black it's Mirror. It's going to remember. You have Netflix, right? I have Netflix and I've started watching Black Mirror. There's an episode that involves a robot dog thingy, so I won't tell you anything about Wrong. it. Wrong. When you ah. see it, you're going to be like, no, stop the stop the madness. Robot. No more robots. Robots. Um, <laughs> I love Black Mirror, by the way. We'll have to talk uh, with each episode you've seen because okay. there are a few people I know have watched it and I can't have like in-depth discussions with them. And when you get the white bears, you're going to need some counseling. So okay. Just telling you, white bear, be ready to be messed up more. Okay. It's weird. Netflix actually put me in a weird spot on it, but that's off topic. Cause oh, because Netflix. It didn't start you in season Netflix. one? No, it started me in the most recent I learned season. today that, huh. as a side note, here's a little factoid for you. Netflix takes up 15% of all internet traffic right now. And 95% of your brain. Right? That might be a myth. Traffic. Oh, okay. Brainy traffic. Wait, traffic. I think I was supposed to say 83%. 83% of statistics are made up. <laughs> so that's another That's another myth. That you only use 10% up? of your brain. Hmm. We use 100% of our brain. So there's no untapped superpowers in there. Right. You're not hanging out there with, like, unused brain. Apparently some people's 100% is less than other people's 100%. Right? Ah. We're just saying. Or maybe 90% of it's occupied with Star Trek episodes. Mm. I I know nobody who fits this. Anyway. (laughs) I always wonder about those things, like... You know, you're like, what episode did this happen? And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, there are 740 episodes what of Star are some, Trek. What are some myths I, about the cast that people like to believe? A Star Trek cast. So there's a lot of stories that came from the set. I mean, from Star Trek itself. Um, like, go to realign, by the way. Do I, uh, what do go, I? Go, go, go. Do I, but never mind. Um, like I know that there's a there's an ongoing myth that there was a feud between Shatner and Nimoy. That actually is somewhat true, but the length of the myth is sort of changed. Like that they were feuding well into the 90s, which they weren't. Um, and like Walter Koenig and George Takei hated Shatner and all this stuff. And all of those they evolved. They are true, but they didn't happen in the original series stuff. So there's a lot of things like that that go on. Um, so things that start out with the, he spilled my coffee and I'm angry at him, to I hate him and wish he was fired from the show forever and ever. Right. I mean, we get like things, some great stuff. There's great stories that a lot of people know. Um, oh, but the myths are things like um, whether black people were allowed to be on TV at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a myth now that they believe that Star Trek ran everywhere, and it actually was threatened to be canceled a lot in the South because Uhura was on the bridge. So was that a true thing? or a That's fake? a true thing. So, so the myth is that it never was in threat of being canceled in the South. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a counter-myth now that that's just a made-up story. Oh, so the story is that it never happened, but really it did happen. It really did happen. So... But there's a counter story out there that says, no, no, no. People are just making that up because they're social justice warriors. Mm -hmm. And so it's the counter, you know, in the 60s, everything was fine. And Uhura was allowed to be on the bridge. And the reason she wasn't wasn't in every episode was because... That's an interesting subclass that I've noticed. There's the 
person who automatically assumes the thing must have some sinister conspiracy theory behind it, pushing an agenda instead of believing the thing that actually happened. Right. Because it's easier for them to perceive that, no, someone is making this up to push their own agenda than for them to believe that the horrible thing could be happening. Right. And I'm, I'm noticing that more and more. Right. And it's... it's We're it's getting a, a lot more of that. Rather than believe, that, weird, I, believe I, that Uhura was... was that, that, that state TV stations were canceling the show because Uhura and Kirk kissed. Right. Which... That is a truth. It was not shown in like Alabama and Georgia. That whole episode's not shown. <laughs> All their brains in, exploded like, until the '80s. It wasn't even shown, and it's like it wasn't even allowed in the states. And it's like people don't believe that because they'd rather believe that it was some kind of weird social justice warrior thing mm-hmm. that that they've made this story up. And I'm like, no. What's strange is it makes there, it makes those people sure. look super sympathetic towards. Like in this example, super sympathetic towards the southern states, when it could just be that they're that strongly skeptical to something. Right. Because I'm, I'm all for skepticism, but there's got to be a level of you've got to accept it somewhere along the line. Balance and finding it out, which and this is a maybe that's a backlash to all the myths and urban legends that people are just so tired of finding out all these things that now everything must be fake. And that's that's another thing to kind of ponder is do we get to the point where all of these myths make us cynical? And then whenever it's a true threat, you know, Troy, don't smoke cigarettes, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm doing it right on. now. That's a myth. The cigarettes causing cancer is a myth, you know, and that kind of thing. And it's like, because I'm noticing the motor pools talking a little came bit about up. that too. Um, what if I smoke cigarettes while I'm on my cell phone? See, inside a microwave. There you go. Then it, it you'll be fine. Then it totally cancels it, it can, out. Right? All of the all of those evil things cancel out, and you'll be perfectly okay. healthy, and you'll live to hundred. Or if I smoke a microwave while I'm talking on a cigarette, that could help. I Inside say you do that. Phone. Inside a cell phone. Good. So I'm glad that's settled. It's settled. <laughs> We've settled. Settled. We're done. That's how you, you cancel it out. But that's. I think you're right. I think that there's a certain amount of backlash. Mm-hmm. You tell too many cautionary tales, and people don't believe the cautionary tales anymore. Especially when they find out they're not true, mm-hmm. right? And we find out all the time now that these myths are myths, and there's no basis behind it. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, whenever I tell you, hey, don't smoke a cigarette, it'll kill you, suddenly it's, come on. It's like, I smoked one yesterday and I'm still alive, so you must be lying. Right. And, well, and we have that same thing with food, right? Mm-hmm. Don't eat a whole bunch of McDonald's hamburgers, it makes you fat. And then people are like, well, yeah, but that's what they said last week. And I'm not fat yet. yet. We're all fat. (laughs) I'm only fat because I smoke. (laughs) Right? Exactly. I don't think that's how it's supposed to work. So maybe there's a certain amount of threat to the backlash of these myths. What's interesting, too, is like I run into people all the time who want to disbelieve uh, Snopes, which to me is a mainstay go-to to to check something. Right. Because they usually give enough other links to, hey, we, we came to this conclusion because of these 30 other links that we found. You can go to these other links and check them out yourself and find out. Uh, but people want to immediately say, oh, no, no, no. They've got their own agenda, so therefore they're lying about the thing. Right. And it's like, but well. that's technically ad hominem. Right. It's like, well, who do I. I like, I like sources that give me a bunch of other sources to check out and don't say, I'm the only source. Trust only me. Right. Well, and that's. Mm-hmm. That ad hominem is a great deflect to that, too. So for those of you who are not familiar with the debate term ad hominem, 
that's Latin for to the person. So Troy tells me, guy, don't smoke. And hey, I say, smoke. well, you can't say that because you've got brown eyes. Dang it. You're right. Right? It's like, what does that have to do with smoking? Nothing. <laughs> but I attack you for your brown eyes, and right. that clearly means that you're, you're clearly your part of the brown eye conspiracy group that's out there to bring down all cigarette companies because they make money selling bubble gum. To right. the they, white people. Yes, to the white people. You got to get that in there. Right. So, ad hominem is another one of those problems with debate that I have. Um, we're finding that right now in current social media issues, too. Um, so, anyway, that's a thing. So, there we go. We've got I feel like we, I feel like we railroaded the moderator there. Well, no, that's all right. Oh, okay. Our moderators. I don't railroaded at all because I'm, I'm learning things, so it's okay. Uh, but I think this is actually a good time to sit and wrap up. Um, What's our theme next week, you know? Next week, our theme, I believe, is the fear of missing out. Oh, Chelsea missed out tonight. So Chelsea should hopefully should be pretty afraid. Mm-hmm. Or as the kids like week. to say, FOMO. FOMO. So, uh, if you have any urban myths or legends no, that you... Hominem. You're thinking mofo. Oh. That's the reverse. If you have any urban myths or legends that you can think of, feel free to connect with us on our Facebook page or the Discord. We'd be happy to engage with you further there. And, and if you have any questions, you can email us at questions at rockymountaingeektank.com. Thank you. I'm just helping. Okay. I appreciate it. Because she was sputtering out. What? Me sputtering out? <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> no. She snorted. I do. I do that thing. That's awesome. You want to close this out? Uh, We can. So I guess that's pretty much all the time we've got for today. We will try to get our uh, electrical problems figured out between now and then. Maybe Kevin and I will pull the whole system apart this week and try to kind of get into it. Maybe the secret is we need Chelsea. There might be a gremlin in there. Might be. I think the best thing to do would just be put dots on everything so we know that all the knobs have to be at these certain spots. I think when we close it, the knobs get moved. And that makes a whine. And that makes well, I, we've got it turned up all the way and cranked, but all the microphones are probably turned. So that's down. a different problem to figure right. out. So that that might be probably the problem is in the preamp. So, anyway, that's all the time we have for today. I've been Guy. I've been Troy. I've been Emily. And this is Geek Tank. As always, you can email us at questions at RockyMountainGeekTank.com. Join the conversation on Twitter at RMGeekTank. You can also follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Tumblr for Rocky Mountain Geek Tank. Feel free to join the conversation. We look forward to hearing from you. Geek Tank is a production of Fox Blade Media and is protected under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. Kevin Weibler is our engineer, and our music was composed by David Coyne. Geek Tank is funded by listeners like you. Please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash foxblade. I'm Mike Davis, coming to you from the Twilight Zone. Good night.